Hey everyone, and welcome to Almost Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about The Deuce, Season 1, Episode 6. It is called Why Me? Full spoilers for the episode, as always. So this show is actually progressing arguably further than I thought it would in this episode. Yeah, I know what you mean. I don't. I don't know if I was expecting the 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 whorehouse to be as. Feel, I mean, obviously, a lot of this episode is focused, you know, purely on the setup of this place and getting the girls for it. Uh, it's so much so that you know we have kind of three plots that take place throughout the episode, like one of two other couple of things, but really main three things. Uh, we so we have the setup of the place, and we have we have we have Bobby, and we have Vincent going to talk to the pimps, and. They go out to the barber shop to talk to the pimps, and they immediately they're like, "Oh, so we got this place. Oh, did Vincent not? Did uh, you know, uh, Frankie? Frankie, thank you. I was trying to remember his brother's name. Did Frankie not tell you about this? He's like, yeah, he did, but we thought it was made up. <laughs> we thought it was. You know. <laughs> this is why you don't send Frankie to do yeah. this shit. That was imaginary. No, no, that's the place. But when he explains it, then they go, "Okay, so uh, how much are you paying us to do this?" They're like, "No, no, no, no. You're you're paying me. <laughs> this is a benefit to you." Because uh, it's keep, keep your girl safe off the streets, so on, sort of a more a steady place maybe to have an income. Uh, but they just kind of like, oh no, get out of here. We want nothing to do with this. Go away. Yep. Uh, but of course, a lot of things fall in place. Now, of course, they they go and get some girls from another place. You know, uh, Rudy knows a guy who's got girls. You know, on the other side of the bridge, and they go and get girls from there to sort of fill it out for the first night. Uh, and fair enough, because remember when they were they were talking about building it, they had. All these concerns, or do we put locks in the doors? Do we do this? Do we put this in the rooms and all that? And right away, as soon as the girls go in, they have all these like. It's <laughs> like, nope, not that bulb. Yeah, actually, this was the the weirdest thing about it is that they they seem to actually have a problem with who was getting what number. They seem to think that number one was more important than number two or three. I get it. it, it you, I think it's just that conditioning. You know, you got to think the front pimps they're being conditioned to assume who's the favourite. Yeah. Um, so they're thinking, oh, one looks like that's the priority room that's the best one to get to but in actuality it's just they're just it's numbered not, yeah so you know well, which they, one's they which. don't realize that yeah uh, i mean i know there's going to be a vip room i don't think that's up and running yet they never mentioned it in this episode Doesn't so sound like it was especially since the first night they go in oh yeah the drywall's not finished on number one that's why no one's getting there yeah so you know these, these little things and uh seeing it up and running and all the rest of it and i, I think this episode did a really good job of bringing a lot of elements together and like into this one plot that maybe previously you know hadn't been like the the cop coming in and being like okay yeah you got up and running let's say 500 a week yeah and obviously the whole cop plot in this episode kind of just plays into this really really much more obviously than normal yeah it does and you feel like it's it's been building to this the entire time uh and they're told okay we're going to pick up everyone every prostitute even the pimps even if we can't arrest them we'll tow the cars everything we we hit them hard in these locations and the entire point is and you almost get the feeling that you know vincent tells rudy oh the pimps weren't up for it and he's like okay fine yeah and he's first. gone and spoke to you know, some higher ups and yeah. it's like let's send them that way guys yeah so so they start taking them all in and i th- I'd, already, I'd already gotten that i was already like, okay I yeah see what I, doing. I thought that yeah and i thought that one moment where you know the, the police goes up to them and goes Hey, you might want any place you can get inside. Like, take that offer. Yeah, I thought maybe that was a bit too much. I actually don't. I think it's too much for us because I think we understand it already. We get that you know it's the middle of winter because it's just Christmas time, which I actually kind of liked that this happened to be set during Christmas this episode. Yeah. Uh, but it's the middle of winter. Everyone's cold. 
Anyway, so it's already kind of appealing in that sense. Like, you know, everyone's freezing their ass off. But they make it really, like, yeah, this is how they're going to be tempted into it. But I like how blunt it was about it because I feel like that makes more sense to the characters. For him to actually go up and say, no, hey, maybe you should do this because this is what we want and then we won't bother you. See, I don't know. I feel like give it a few days, you know, like a bit more of this and see it really happening and then the pimps will be, and you know, have them kind of come to the decision on their own because it you know, it keeps the relationship easier. I don't think that's what I, I think that's kind of the point though. He wants to whip his dick out and say I'm in charge and say, oh, Hey, fair. go 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 any offers to go inside. Might want to take those up. And I, what I love about the moment is you can see it on their faces. They know yeah. that this yeah. is this is connected to what they've just been offered and they they, they make that connection themselves. Yeah, well, uh, it's not subtle, is it? <laughs> no, it's not subtle at all. But I, I think that's kind of the point. He's flaunting his ego. He's fla- you know, it's the same way he walks in and demands money. He, he's so yeah. cocky about it. He, yeah, that's fair. So I, I think it plays into the way he is and the, the way he works. Uh, so so that's because, I mean, yeah, they would have probably been tempted after a couple of days. Maybe they'd have gotten the idea. But yeah. I, I think, A, they don't want to wait a couple of days, and B, he just wants to walk in and let the, like the boss. And... No, that's true. He's kind of a dick, isn't he? Yeah, he's always a massive dick. Uh, and Bobby's like, I thought this was already squared downtown. Well, that is, but this is our precinct. We want money directly yeah. to us. That's, you know, cause, cause I, I, yeah, it makes sense that the cops, that, you know, the actual street cops necessarily aren't getting a cut from what's going yeah. high, higher up the food chain. So, oh, I, and, and, and the rest of the street cops aren't either. This is going straight to him. Oh, sure, yeah. Cause, well, that's the other thing is we have uh, Alston and, and Flanagan. Flanagan. They, yeah, they're, they're like, what on earth's going on? Because they catch him talking to the pimps, and then they, they, it's like they tail him, actually. They kind of follow him to the old place, and like, what's going on here? Something very yeah. fishy. Uh, but again, him getting curious, him talking to... Because he, he's talking to the, the reporter, and they have a bit of a funny thing in this episode, because she's like, oh, I don't date sources. Well, I'm not a source, then give him the pad. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. It kind of sets up these these blurred lines, and it takes her to this jazz place at the end of the episode. And he's like, yeah. By the way, I know I'm not. I'm not your source. We're clearing that. Yeah, we're clearing that. Right. I've got a really good story for you. <laughs> <laughs> but you could you could see where it maybe goes there. Like you see, he's seeing this. You know, he's this lieutenant or whoever he is, uh, going in and taking the money. Yeah. yeah, it's it's all coming together a lot clearer now, isn't it? Yeah, and even the fact that the porn side is now connected to everything else because. Uh, the director, uh, oh god, I-, I checked his name just before we started. God damn it! And I've already Hen- Henry he- uh, Harvey. It was Harvey. Harvey. Uh, uh, Harvey. That was close. He's the he's the one directing the thing that uh, Candy's in now, and we'll get to their their plot in a bit. But he he's like, oh, I, I can't tomorrow. I'm I'm in court, and then we see Rudy go to court the next day. And I'm like, oh wait a minute, he's going to, and he doesn't know Rudy. This is what I like about it is that it kind of syncs them up together in, in a sort of kind of cousin second cousin kind of way where it's not direct yeah yeah rudy's got an interest so he's aware of what's going on but they're not connected yet yeah uh, harvey's working for another mob boss guy who's kind of got a starting to be a tenuous relationship with rudy and we'll talk about that because that's what what the other main plot of the episode's about uh but like all right okay right okay now these things are all connected and of course at the at the hearing the court basically throws it out and says, nah, there's nothing to really hold this. This is, you know, against the you know, First yeah. and Fourteenth Amendments and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, Rudy's lawyer's like, yeah, this is like every every case like this is getting thrown out. They don't care. Like, this is the yeah. status quo. That is it. Like, the laws haven't changed. They're just not really enforcing it anymore. Yeah. Uh, and you can see, again, you see, okay, Rudy thinks this is game time. And we find out as well that Rudy's actually... 
the the machines that sell the tapes or the the films yeah. uh, are his, or at least some of them are. He he he, he runs some. Of course of them. they are. Of course, of course they are, uh, and you can kind of see like, oh, okay, right. So he's getting these whorehouses set up. Is is that him almost setting up a, a lane of actresses almost maybe that he can mm-hmm. use or or whatever? Uh, it's funny actually because I really thought, oh, the pimp's going to be pissed that like basically these 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 you know mob bosses, these organized criminals are kind of taking their industry and reorganizing it to suit them without them having a lick of a say in it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that'll be something fascinating going forward. Cause... I think I think it depends how much profit they get. If, if they're getting a mm-hmm. lot of profit, I don't think they'll mind. I think there'll be a little bit of friction that they haven't got the power that they used to have, but I think they'll still feel like they've got power over the girls, so that's enough for them. But this is, this is actually kind of the funny thing, is that Sooner or later, the girls might realise that the pimps are kind of unnecessary in the system. Like, cause the whole point of the pimp is that it makes them feel safe because there's someone watching out for them. But if they've got this safe place, it's got a bodyguard. And right, but the problem is, then they have to give a cut of their earnings to you know the brothel. Then either way, because if the pimps aren't necessary, their pimps aren't paying the rent. Oh sure, yeah, obviously, yeah, there's that. But you could easily close that loop. Like, just instead of the pimps paying rent. The girls, instead of paying, uh, was it 500 or whatever it was a night for yeah. rent, uh, the, the girls would just pay for the one room and they'd pay for the night, which would be, you know, 50, 100, well, you know, whatever would be reasonable for what yeah, they'd make no, in a night. No, that's fair. Uh, but, you know, yeah, like, just, or maybe a percentage. Or maybe a percentage if they wanted to, but like, I actually kind of like how Vincent and Bobby are like, no, we just want a flat fee. We don't want to like, mess our year around with like counting coins. Just You give us a flat fee for the night and you yeah. can... You, you, she get, and the, you get all the profits. You get all you the were. profits with your with your girls that you would, and that's that's mm. it. Um, but uh, that's the thing is actually you see how that money's being made up for them. It's not just out of their pockets because they mentioned that they have to bail the girls out on a frequent basis, and because of what they're doing now, it's doubled because they're getting picked up more often. So yeah. you get the sense that this five hundred a, a night would actually be going to all this bail money anyway on a regular yeah, basis. Yeah, or a percentage of it. Like, a certain amount of that would have been. Maybe this is a bit more, but maybe it's like, okay, it's worth a bit more for, you know, without going through all that hassle. It depends how many girls I've got. Like, cause yeah. If, you know, I, I have no idea what bail one, one girl per time is, but, like, if they've got three, yeah. four girls and then it happens to them all... No, no, that's true. You know, so but I, I don't know. again, maybe profits end up higher in, in this place anyway, so it's like, well, it works out better just to do it like that. Yeah, especially if they're if they're paying for the VIP room, which I wonder. I, I take it it's, it's the house that charges for that because it's their room that's getting. Yeah, could be. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they charge the the pimps extra. It's like you want the VIP room, you have to pay extra to get in that to get your girl in that room. Yeah, but then they can charge extra to the John because you're in the fancy room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Like we're really delving into the, the economics of the system here, but well, to be fair, th- this this whole premise is based around the economics of the system. It is, and it's actually kind of fascinating to be honest when they actually start breaking it down and what goes where. Especially yeah. like we we've been referring uh, the whole thing to royalties sort of about the, the films, and that was actually mentioned by Ward in this episode. Yeah, finally, Harvey actually said, "Is that what you're you're arguing about royalties here? You you want a cut?" Uh, and he gives her, you know, a thing, but that's the whole point is she doesn't want a flat fee. She want, I mean, she wants to start with a flat fee, but she wants money per sale or per head or or whatever yeah. from then on. And maybe she'll she'll get to that. Uh, but sticking with the, the the house at first uh, for now, uh, not, not much left to say admittedly, but they 
So, so eventually, like, you know, the, the pimps are in the bar and they talk to Vincent, like, hey, like, okay, so let's talk about this place. Oh, we checked it out. And they, they're all basically, okay, we'll give you two just now for a week to, to try it out. Let's we'll see how it works. Uh, Larry's a bit more hesitant. He doesn't give one, anyone up straight away. I, I feel like, will he miss his, his, like, you know, he'll be like, well, you're too late. The rooms are all full. And now you have to, you're, you, he basically gets run out of business because he waited too long. He didn't join in. Yeah, that's actually the big bone of contention. I think they, they kind of have it first is that they're told that the pimps aren't allowed there. Yeah. Uh, and I get that philosophy because if they're all sitting about in the waiting room, does that intimidate, you know, average people walking in to... Probably. Yeah. Is that the thinking? Is it the thinking of them bossing the girls around? They want to create a good atmosphere for anyone coming in. That maybe yeah. kind of spoils it. And they don't look too pleased at that. Like, that's just going to be the rule. Like, if you want your girls there, you're not allowed in the building whilst it's open. Yeah, but it's fair. I think I think they'll be all right with it because it'll be all of them. It's not like oh, you can come in, you can't. It's just mm. a flat rule that none of you. So it's there's still that camaraderie between them all. Yeah, notice the white pimp was actually letting a girl go in before Early. they, they yeah. had that conversation because <laughs> he he's there and he's told to get out just before they open. Yeah, he was ahead of the game. Yeah. Uh, of course, he does eventually send Darlene in because Darlene actually, if you remember way back to like episode two or three, we had that whole thing with the uh, one of her. She she did one scene for a guy that she thought was just for him, and it turned out it was being sold. And Larry's went and taken care of it. He's he's actually gotten back pay here. This is what you're owed for mm. this. I mean, I assume you maybe rough someone up, perhaps. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Probably. I, I like that we don't even need to know. It doesn't really matter. It's like okay, maybe it was a conversation. Maybe it was beating him up. Who cares? Like the point is, Larry yeah. got the job done. Like it happened exactly. I think that's that puts us in the the perspective of the girls there, mm. where yeah, you know, it's like we don't need to know. We 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 see the results, and that's all that matters. Mm. And we just leave our imaginations to go. How did he do it, Darlene? I mean, she's only had a couple of scenes in this one, but her her little thing here was fascinating to me because she he's like, oh, this could be the future. We could we could be doing this. You could charge double because you're like famous now. You're like you you're like a you're a star prostitute. You could charge mm. for an autograph. You could we could make money off of you. And she's kind of like, I don't really want to. And mainly, a reason is actually makes a lot of sense. It's like, well, no, because if it's if it's photographs or if it's video, like that's forever. Like that'll still be around when I'm older and maybe I have kids. Maybe I've got grandkids. And it's funny because I can almost see like any argument he could make would be you know tenuous at the time, but. Nowadays, it'd be even worse. Like, because you know, anytime there's you know, video or image, it's online now. Like, you know, it's yeah, it's over the internet. It. it can be found forever. At least in the seventies, yeah, you can maybe argue. Ah, oh, well, you know, you can control it yeah. to an extent. Um, but she makes that choice, and he actually gives her the choice. He's actually maybe the most kind of probably, probably the the most respect he's ever given her. Really, that we've seen. Because he's always been so dominant, he's always sort of made the choices for. Her, but he actually kind of gives her the choice. Well, it's either going, to, it's going one or two ways. You're either going to go into the movie business and make money there, or you're going to be in the the whorehouse, which doesn't seem like a pleasurable idea to her. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure why. Like I didn't immediately get a reasoning why that's necessarily worse than the the street stuff. I think it's just the change in the system. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe it's because, and I think you get this at the end because the final shot, of course, is that she's like, "No, I don't want to do the movies. I want to go in there." So she goes into the the house, and she's given her room, and it's just this quiet. Se- well, I say quiet, but it's quiet and there's no dialogue. It's just yeah. she sits down and like there's just like, couples in either room next to them, and because it's just these thin walls they've put up to separate, 
you can hear you know, the sex going on, and then the, the wall starts sort of thumping against, mm. and she just sort of sits down. We're ending this this close up shot of her being surrounded by prostitutes and sex, and yeah. it's, it's kind of like it almost shows her the world she's in more than she's ever felt before because she's actually just surrounded by it. Right, and it's the idea that you know she had that chance to get out, and now she's in deeper than ever. She's basically because it's actually like a small jail cell almost. That's, that's what it kind of looks it like. It is, yeah, you're right. Because it's just a little bed and a little sink, and it's not even a sink; it's just a bowl. But yeah, uh, but yeah, like, like, she, you know, she had that chance to get out. She could have left this behind, but now, like I say, she's confronted by the reality of it. It's on all sides. She's surrounded by it. She's in more than she ever has been. Like at least maybe on the street, even though she, you know, she was actually, uh, you know, trapped by the pimps, you know, the system. She felt free because she was outside. She could think, "Oh, I could run away." Whereas in here, it's like, "No, I'm stuck in this room." Yeah, and I, I think it adds a, an extra bittersweet thing because the reason she even comes here is the the. I mean, what if I have kids or grandkids one day? But then she's sitting in this whorehouse, and it suddenly kind of feels like that future doesn't feel very close, does it? If it doesn't feel yeah. like, yeah, you're, you're not getting ready to settle down with a family anytime soon exactly. when, you're, when you're sitting in this whorehouse. So it like, yeah, it's, it's uh, the. I should say brothel. I keep saying whorehouse. I should say brothel. Maybe brothel's a better word. Um, I don't know. I think whorehouse is a pretty good word, personally. <laughs> it's a great word. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Just it's got a better ring to it. Sure. <laughs> uh, but no. Um, I, so that, that stuff was kind of fascinating from that that perspective. Now, speak keep, keep him with the crime stuff. So Rudy comes in and asks for like, oh, I need a couple of your guys for something, and he he grabs. Uh, well, he's going to he, grab Mike and Black, Black Frankie, and then, and then Frankie's sitting at the bar like, hey, what about White Frankie? <laughs> and he's like, okay, yeah. fine, you can take Mike and White Frankie then. Uh, and he takes them off for a job, and it's a, he's actually getting them to tail these two guys. It's the guys who go around all of the uh, the machines that he has in various places. I don't know if it's just the porn machines, but they're definitely uh, the main thing here. Uh uh, I think it's others because he mentions a library yeah. at one point. Yeah, and obviously that wouldn't have a, <laughs> that wouldn't have the the, the porn I mean, machines. I, I hope not. Do you think you can rent porn from the library? It's a good question. I mean, not all libraries, but you think, do you think there's some that are kind of like you know they've got a section. They're new wave enough that they 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 accept that. Oh no, this is a, a this is still kind of educational and knowledge for the people. They still need to have at least. Well, some... I mean... I remember when libraries introduced, you know, oh, here, you can have, you can rent DVDs and CDs and all yeah. that. So, why, why not? Not all of them, but I'm sure that some of them have a section that go, all right, well, go on, rent rent away. Nah, I'm trying to imagine a library with the, you know, the, the little back room with the beads you go in. <laughs> I, can't, yeah. I, can't, I can't picture it. I can't picture it, no. No, no they're always so, you know, snooty or, you know, clinical compared to compared to that kind oh, of place. I, I do hope it was real, though. I hope there was a library where you can go and rent porn. I hope, I just, I, I just, the idea of that being a common thing. That's it. Just, you still have to pay idea. for it if it's out of the machine, which kind of, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's true. Um, and that said, it's not like it's not like they take the film out. Like we see quite clearly, it's a thing where they go yeah, and watch and it on the screen. Yeah, and why would you go to do that in a library? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they've just got a good selection. I'm Who just knows? going to I'm just going to rub one out in the back corner of the library. You know? Well, I mean that leads us nicely to one of the ideas that comes up, doesn't it? It it does. Cause I didn't know what he was doing at first. He was sort of like watching these machines and he started drawing. And I was like, "What is he drawing?" Like it was Mike. It's been they're tailing these yeah. two guys around because very unsubtly. 
because Rudy thinks he's a uh, thinks they're, they're skimming, thinks they're stealing from him. Uh, like them and the guy who counts it, they think they're like sort of you know uh, cooking the books a little bit to take from him. And to be fair, at first I thought it was a kind of a strategy to like make it look like they won't be followed because he, he was sort of like I'll focus on something else. But he actually generally was focusing on this, and he was you know drawing yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Also, not a very good strategy either, because they were really blatant. Oh, they were. Yeah, uh, they're not going to get any awards. Frankie for in his hat and and coat, just you know, with the head down. Yeah, that doesn't look suspicious. Yeah, but his idea is basically, oh, we we build like cubicles around them. Yes. Yeah, dividers and like a door, so that you know, if you want some privacy, more people will be inclined to come in and do it. Which again is a very you know seventies thing because these days you've got the internet, you don't need to go to some stupid little machine to do any of this yes you can do it sat right here if you want yeah i think i said this in the episode too but god bless Pornhub. just i want to reiterate that as much as i possibly can because yeah. my god well where would be without it in the porn shop yes with yeah. these stupid machines <laughs> yes uh so 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 that that's that's the thing and rudy's quite impressed with the ideas like, oh that's quite smart like you know you're quite smart big mike and but of course they actually go to this count and you know, Rudy saunters in and I love how he comes in with Frankie and Mike so that they know they were being followed like this was Rudy's guys yeah. there's no question at this point and he's like oh I'll take it and I'll be the one who counts it and of course they because that's the thing that Frankie asks well why now why, you must have been suspicious this whole time because Rudy especially the later conversation he has with Vincent is that everyone he works with is kind of untrustworthy like that's what makes Vincent so special yeah and he even refers to this guy as you know he's the scorpion yeah, so, but why now? And he's like, well, because he knows that this stuff in court, things are changing. This is going to start to be more profitable. And he wants to make sure he's getting his fair share of the cut. Yeah, he wants to be ready. Yeah. So, you know, it's quite smart in that sense. But I think it's funny that I'm actually not sure what to believe because actually it made a point in the previously on to remind us of uh, Rudy being told to, you know, get someone that's not part of the family so that if it goes down, you're not the one with your you know, your pants caught down to, you know, use a, a yeah. relative uh, analogy. Um, but, like, you know, so that's why he's getting Vincent to do all this stuff. But at the same time, I do get the impression he actually does respect and like Vincent. No, I think he does. I think he... Yeah. He could have got anyone that wasn't part of him, but he chose Vincent for a reason. Yeah. So, I think that'll be... It's a fascinating relationship because I mean we've been talking about how we keep expecting eventually something will go wrong and Rudy won't be happy. Yeah, but as long as it's profitable, he will. Mm. So it's, it's it's only until something goes wrong with the money that it becomes a problem. Yeah, Frankie. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be Frankie. Probably. I can, I, I can guarantee it's, it's, you. Yeah, yeah. I can guarantee you wait, Frankie's going to be <laughs> going to be the one responsible. <laughs> I, li- I like how we actually distinguish him as White Frankie now after this. Well, see, White and Black Frankie seems completely fair if we're calling him White Frankie. If you're it doing does, it with both, he? it's fair. But aye, so... so this is uh, this all plays off, and he, he confronts the guy at the courthouse. That's where we see him going to court, uh, and then they go into the hearing. Which Harvey's also there with his guy, uh, which was being the, which was the guy who he really was confronting. So we have all this going down. So we have that bit of confrontation. I'm sure that'll be picked up next time, but certainly you can see that there's people in both camps here who are invested in this outcome, and you can kind of see where eventually. I mean, I, I don't know if Harvey will end up work, you know, switching sides. I don't know if Har- if they'll always be separate. Um, or I don't know if maybe Candy will learn stuff from Harvey and then go and work on the, the Rudy side with Vincent. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, uh, that could be a possibility. Yeah, I can I can see them becoming competition. Hmm. 
Yeah. That would make sense to me. Yeah, I can see it. Because I actually kind of like their relationship in this episode. Uh, yeah. to, to, to jump over to, to Candy and uh, Harvey, she, she's, you know, she's shooting a scene, and they've got a little classroom set, you know, the old teacher fantasy. Uh, and you know, just she's she's been kind of friendly with the guy and like, everyone else, and she's just like, and he's the director, and, oh, you know, moan, do this, and he's like, he's kind of annoyed at her dialogue. Oh, I'm going to have to add love this later, yeah. <laughs> he's, you know. Um, and the, the guy, there's a little kind of humorous moment where the guy finishes too quick, and everyone's just sort of watching him like he's finishing right now, isn't he? And the guy's not yeah, stopping because yeah. like they've basically called cut. They're like, yeah, okay, right, we'll we'll do, we'll move on to the next bit, and then he just carries on. He's yeah. completely caught up in it. And I love how Harvey's just staring at him for those, like, you know, those 10 seconds where he's clearly just going to climax yep. and he's like, yep. I yelled cut. Stop it right now. The whole thing was really comical because you had, like, he's sort of struggling to get back up and Harvey even turns to the, the, the girl who works for him and he's like, hey, go. Because, actually, Candy offers to do it. She's like, oh, I can fluff it up for you. He's like, no, 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 don't move because we'll have to reset. You stay there. Uh, yeah. And he's like, the girl who works for him, who's not a, you know, in the scene, he's like, hey, do you want to... <laughs> he's like, you, you want to be a fluffer? You, you don't pay me enough for that. <laughs> he's like, it's, it's fine, it's fine. I'll just I'll be a few minutes. And he goes off to grab a magazine and he grabs a, a gay one instead. But it was, it was, it was, no. a, it was a little touch. He just anyway. up in the moment, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, the, lost in his own head. Yeah, I mean, who knows what he was thinking of? Yeah, he could have been thinking of anything. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so so uh, all, all that stuff's really good, and like even afterwards, like she hangs around back after everyone else leaves, and she's he's like, oh, you did really well today, very professional, and she's like, you know, she's eyeing up the camera, she's like looking down the viewfinder and mm. just kind of like looking around, but it's when he takes her back to her place, she's like, okay, when's the next sh- shoot? And it's like, oh, it'll be you know, we'll do one on Friday. And then the one Friday happens, and they need a brunette who's not there, so she goes and gets Laurie. Which as soon, as, by the way, as soon as she came in, by the way, Laurie's like trying to be nice to Ashley. She's oh, buying her cake, um, yeah. but as soon as as soon as Laurie decided to leave with her, I was like, hmm, I don't this think, isn't going to end well. Yeah, I don't think Cece's going to be happy about this. And sure enough, we get to the scene. They're all you know they're all done up as nurses, and CC just comes in and he's looking pissed and he's like stamping his cane in the ground and he's making all these demands. Oh, you could make twice that much, you know, because you're getting a hundred for the scenes. Like, oh, you could make twice that much if you were, you know, doing rooms. And mm. he's like, okay, fine, I'll pay another hundred. And Rudy, not Rudy, sorry, uh, Harvey pays a hundred right there and then. Um, it's like plus plus forty from him, and he points over to the actor. He he's having sex with her. I want money from him. Um, yeah. I think everything is really notable here that Candy sticks sticks up here. She goes, no, no, no. She's like, you, you pay for the time or the sex. You know, not both. It's it's either or. That's how the system is. Yeah, yeah. She she steps in, and I think because I think it's interesting actually that later on when it's Vincent talking to all the pimps and they all kind of agree to, oh, we'll try it with a couple of girls in the in the new place. Cece's not there, and I feel like Cece is the one who's going to be you know violently against these changes these yeah. ideas the system you know evolving any of that stuff i think he's i mean this shows it right here he still wants even paid for the other actor because he's he's a traditionalist yeah um and he's very you know at the end he, you know he gets very cocky and he turns around and says oh now you may roll the film yeah. you know I, you know i was really scared for for candy here you know i was thinking is, is having a turn it's like you brought this girl this is on you because she 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 should have known, really. No, I mean, Harvey, for all intents and purposes, is turned out to be a mostly sympathetic guy. He's, he's not. He has, yeah. Uh, and like he, he actually gets everyone else there to sort of like cough up some money. Who's you know who's got money on them? Like give them stuff. 
uh, so they can get through the scene and you know with without any problems. But Cece, I think, is going to be a big issue. Like he, he, like the way he comes in and demands these things and like refuses to leave. Like I was worried for Candy, but not from Harvey's point of view. I was worried that Cece might do something. Uh, and I think what, what is Cece's reaction going to be when everyone else is like moving away from the system and everyone's going to this new place everyone's getting into the film side of things I, I think he's going to be this is he going to be the the last man standing left behind yeah and I, I think it will get violent i think he will become a threat to almost everyone around him because he's refusing to to move yeah. in the times I, I, no, I agree so i'll be wretched but uh, the stuff later on with harvey and candy because candy's like oh when's the next scene and he's like oh sorry there's going to be another month and so what am i supposed to do till then so like, oh, what you did before and she's like I can't. I can't. Yeah, so I'm not going back to that. Yeah. Uh, and he feels so bad about it that he comes up to her place afterwards and she's, she lets him in and he's kind of like, yeah, like... And he, he basically just says, like, he likes her, he thinks he's a good worker and, she, she, you know, eventually maybe she can get on a permanent payroll and doing stuff, but right now, it's just not there. And you can tell he really cares because he's like, okay, right, I know this person is just kind of a, it's not a pimp because she gets kind of worried that that's what it is and it's just kind of like, no, no, it's just all the clients are vetted. It seems, seems like maybe it's a more of a sort of escort service kind of yeah, style. Yeah, it seems higher class. He's like, you know, it's still sex, but you, you, you make a bit more money uh, and it's, it's more vetted and all the, all the rest of it. You know, just call this number I sent you, blah, blah, blah. And ask for Alex. Yeah. And... I, I like this. I like this kind of partnership that's blooming with them. And maybe they do split up later, and that's how she becomes a rival. But at least right now, I kind of, I kind of like that he's he's he recognizing her in her. Because even the way she stood up to Cece when she was trying to stick up for yeah uh, for Laurie, that, that shows kind of her leadership potential there. And the, the fact that she's not just wanting to do this, she wants to eventually move on to other things. Yeah, I think he sees the genuine interest, and I think he respects that. Yeah, uh, of course. Uh, I wasn't. I wasn't actually sure if it was like her ex-husband or her father who was arriving at the house. But later on, like she's with her kid and her mother. Do you know what? I never. My mind never even crossed father. Do you know? But, I, I but thought now that you mention it. Yeah. That you know when when because I just thought our oh, ex-husband that that just what I I thought. But now that you mention it, I'm thinking. You know, when her mother shouts about her brother and stuff, maybe, maybe the father does. Make yeah, because she said, "Oh, you've not even visited your brother," and she also says, "Oh, he's home." I didn't realise he'd be home this early today. It kind of implies it's someone who lives there rather than... And that, that could be a son-in-law, I guess, but... Yeah, see, you know, she says, I wasn't expecting him this early. Yeah. So I thought, oh, maybe, you know, he's just yeah. come to pick up for his his time with the kid. And it's like, okay, she wasn't expecting him for another hour or whatever. It could be, but it's never been implied that he's just there for babysitting no, it, times and then going back with a father. It's always been kind of like he lives there, so... It would imply, right, right, no, I, I yeah. didn't mean that, but I meant, like, maybe the father gets, you know, weekends or something. Oh, you know, sure, like every, yeah. So it's like, okay, it's his turn, he's coming to pick him up. Oh, yeah, I, I get that, yeah. I, I think my, yeah. I think my money's on father right now, it just makes more sense to me, but... No, I think... go either way. I think it does make more sense, although I didn't think of it in the, in the moment. But she, she probably sticks out, she runs out the back and she's, like, you know, hiding behind the car and crawling away. It's, yeah. You know, it's, it's proper sneaky business, but... Uh, I thought that was fascinating because we've not really seen this yet. This is like a new element added to to this. It's quite late in the season to add such a new element, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, is that everything? Have we talked about all the, the various plots? Uh, about Abby. Abby. Oh, she has like one scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. I, no wonder I'm forgetting it. She has a scene I'm just trying Paul. to think what, what I think what we got. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her and Paul are basically have this one little scene where she asks him about being arrested, 
And he, you know, he was like, oh, I was at this theater and I was arrested for solicitation. And she kind of jokes and says, oh, who did you solicit? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, uh, no one. Um, but it's just, they, they basically sort of, it's almost like the, the philosophical side of the show where they, they kind of just like, you know, if... If you if you if you were on the outside looking down at all of us people running around chasing each other, it'd look kind of pathetic, wouldn't it? It's yeah. like yeah, if it wasn't so much fun, it'd be stupid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I kind of like that. It's like everything. I mean, this show kind of revolves around the idea of lust and lusting after someone and wanting sex and like yeah, it's just kind of noting like look at the lens we go to. Look! Look at yeah. the lens. Like, the, yeah, pretty much. This this entire show is is sex and money. I'm just, it's just missing mm-hmm. the drugs. Yeah. Which which I mean they've been here and there, but they're not really been a big part. No, no, it's not the focus of it. It's this. This is definitely the this, the money and the sex as the yeah. the drive. And forces. then uh, she has that moment with Vincent as well. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know where he comes in and you know, they go back to is it his place they go to. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, because uh, because yeah. he comes out, he's all he's all sort of like he's been out looking for girls and stuff, and he's he's kind of moody, and he's not feeling. He's kind it. of annoyed because he didn't think he was going to have to spend his time actually working the whole house. He was he wanted to stay with the bar, and he missed his shift. Yeah, and she kind of you know oh, I'll help you you know he's, yeah. he's like I want you to wash the city off. He's like oh can I help? Uh, yeah. And then they're, they're back at his and yeah. But it, it turns into actually quite a, a nice moment for the two of them because you know it's it's. We don't we don't actually see any of the sex this time. We get afterwards, you know, where they're just kind of there, relaxing, you know, listening to music. Yeah, and he's sort of making fun of the music she's got on, and he's like, okay, we'll change it. And it's it was kind of what I was saying last week about how about how uh, like their relationship is the only time where the sexy stuff actually kind of feels sexy because it's genuine and it's kind of this consensual flirtation, as opposed to the rest of it where it's all this fake phony yeah. stuff. Like, like before, even the sex, it just felt like at, at times it felt like oh, it was still just the lust. But here, it feels like no, there's an actual connection and relationship forming here. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the actress who plays Abby's a lot older than I thought she was. She looks, she's she's like thirty six or something like that. What? I know. She's she's much older than she looks. She's like she's like mid twenties at most. Yeah, I was just, I was just I was uh, last week I was on IMDb looking at different some of the different actors and I was like, you, you're kidding me, right? I'll double check just that. I'll double check just just so that, that that seems high. Because I, I remember we get this wrong with Supergirl once, and I was accidentally <laughs> saying that someone was forty-four when they were thirty-four. Uh, but let me just double check. Uh, just, just that that seems high because she doesn't look anywhere near that. Born in nineteen eighty, thirty thirty-seven this year. What the hell? I know. And she's she's playing a college student, and she looks like a college student. She looks like if if you maybe as I say uh, twenty-five tops. So it's funny because I think at the start of the show I was like, ah, I mean, you know, Frank will score in this younger girl, like you know. Um, but now I'm like, it's not actually that much younger. <laughs> no. Oh, actually, what age is Jim Frank? I don't even know. I, I, assume I, know. He's, I assume he's maybe approaching forty. He's maybe you know. It's got to like, be around the same sort of range. Yeah, imagine so. Oh, I he doesn't have them in the right order. This is annoying. He's like halfway down the list. There he what, is. What? Oh man, IMDb is awful sometimes. Uh, as, as much as I love it. Uh, yeah, it's, oh, 78. He's only two years older. But yeah, he's late thirties. Yeah, that sounds, that, that sounds about what I expect from him. Yeah, okay. hey, he, he yeah. looks that age. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she does not look that age. No, not at all. I'm, uh, I'm impressed. Yeah, 
But she's her character's definitely meant to be younger though, because she's you know not just obviously you can be older and go to college, but yeah, but she's only just moving out from her parents. Yeah, the, the way she's talking I, about she's meant to be like, you know, early twenties, surely. Yeah, like twenty one, twenty two by the at most by the sounds of it. But yeah, fair enough. If that if that's uh, yeah, no, yeah, rock, rock on. I just I remember seeing that and be like, what? No way. That's that's crazy. There you go. Uh, there you go. That's episode six of the Deuce. We have two episodes left this season, so uh, we will be back next week with episode seven. Uh, let us know what you thought of this one. The comments below, like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, you can never go to patreon.com slash mailfuzztv uh, and check that out. If this episode was a little bit stilted on a couple of occasions, it's because our internet cut out multiple times and we had to sort of frankenstein it together a little bit uh so apologies for that if it uh, if that was noticeable i think that's why i wasn't sure if we talked about everything because we'd had so many breaks in between every bloody yeah, thing it's been a bit bit stop start uh but yeah so so thanks for bearing with us uh keep watching tv thanks once again for watching or listening and we'll see you next time have you got any vanilla <laughs>